This is a presentation of DSP Media. So the show's going to be called Under the Red Hat. Under the Red Hat and Behind the Blue Mask. Because that's who he is. Seriously? Hold on. Sorry. He doesn't have to. Here we go. Just don't take your shirt off. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't care. Actually, I don't care. <laughs> I'm over here. You got a dollar? Leave, I'm doing it. leave that for somebody else. I got a credit card. Here we go. All right. These headsets are just dysfunctional. Oh, no. That one's there, there you go. There Twist you go. it around. Hey, everybody. Under the Red Hat is going to be the yeah, name of the show. Of course, be smarter than the headset to have your own Rick show. is the uh, WWE super fan. And anybody that uh, has watched WWE in the last... Uh, I don't know, 50 years. Right. I don't know how long he's been around. I mean, or cops. Or cops. I mean, no I can do nothing, man. From his hat, from his <laughs> shirt, from holding the signs up. He is the super fan, and he's going to have a show on our network of shows uh, called Under the Red Hat. Rick, tell us a little bit about yourself, why you love wrestling, how you got into it, and then we'll let Colby handle you for the rest of the way. What is the, what does I, that I, mean? I, I, that I, means I Well, number one, I don't, I don't want to be handled. Right. Oh, okay. but don't you? Uh, right. No. Okay, Kim said somebody needs to handle him. Uh, no, she can handle me. My bad. But, uh, we need to change spots. I think you know him better than I do. I'm just going to stand over here. All right, got it. Oh. Oh, very good. <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you, it's, it's a pleasure to be here, guys. Uh -huh. I, I love your show. Uh, it's it, it's going to be amazing. Uh, Yes, I am having a podcast. It's we're gonna have guests, we're gonna have fun, we're gonna have bits, we're gonna have hand puppets, we're gonna have fire trucks, we're gonna have little people, we're gonna have just all kinds of cartwheels Wait, like and candy and hey hey hey. Is it gonna be midget wrestling? You just gotta no, call them little no, people. No, no, no. no. We, so we basically, it's Mr. Rob Mr. Robertson's neighborhood. I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, I am friends with uh, Hornswoggle, who is a little person and amazing and a terrific guy. Gotta love Hornswoggle. Who once told me he was going to poop in my hat. So, <laughs> true story. But uh, anyway, it's it is called Under the Red Hat, and uh, what's under the red hat is pretty much. Like you get when you have a, a spray paint, a spray paint can, and you hear that. Well, that's my brain. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So pretty much the same thing, but we're gonna have, you know, results and uh, commentary about what is going on with all kinds of professional wrestling. Uh, we're gonna have behind-the-scenes stuff of what's going on and uh, how people are doing, what they're saying on Twitter, things like that. And of course, we're gonna have some guests. Um, so it, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of bits and all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be great. I'm looking really forward to it. So, yeah, there you, you go. You, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's actually good because we just got through trying to do a segment where I had some knowledge and nobody else did. And I actually have somebody here that's more knowledgeable. Uh, knowledge, sir? It, on, on the specific subject that we were talking about, uh, which was superheroes. But now uh, we're getting into the other one of my wheelhouses, which is wrestling. Um, uh, and now I get to actually talk and ask somebody else that may know the, the maturation process of the women's division and how it's become a, a bigger focal point in the world of wrestling. Sure. Uh, technically, and, uh, and not just the side piece of the era. Is that yeah. something that's, that's bringing side wrestling? Side piece like Trish Stratus side piece? Yes, yeah, which used to be. 
which was uh, she was not a bad wrestler with her, you know, with her move set was not bad. But we're seeing an upgrade in the potential talent and just the presentation of the women's matches. Is that something that's going to propel like the WWE a little bit farther into the future, where you see more of those being main events in your mind? Or oh, absolutely, and it has been right. Um, it's something back in the day, um, women's wrestling, they, they were pretty much used as, you know, pillow fights and right. wow, uh, they, they pretty much find the hottest girl and, and, and throw them out there and here they are and, you know, really not into wrestling right. uh, so much. Um, there were some uh, that they used at first like that, like Trish Stratus, who became you know, one of the best of all time, and, and Lita, and, you know, it, it, it started to develop into, hey, we're, we're here, and we're not, you know, just all TNA, we're going to be out there and, and, and wrestling. Right. Not that it's and, a bad thing. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, they, they've really, really improved, and uh, I, I guess a lot of uh, up-and-comers have seen that, and... I'll tell you what, the women's division has been phenomenal. I mean, um, just look at Charlotte Fa Flair, right. uh, who is, uh, I'm sorry, but, but, but maybe the best of all time. Really? Uh, just uh, the moves she does, uh, the professionalism, probably needs to work a little bit on her, her mic skills, that's fine. Uh, I, I mean, there's, there's so many others, uh, Bailey, uh, you know, Sasha Banks, uh, just yeah. so many of these coming up. Uh, Bree and Nikki did a really good job coming up too. So yeah, the women's division has their mark, and uh, it's only going to grow. It's 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 one of the things that's adding adding to this current uh, incarnation of wrestling. And one of the things that that I, I never felt like that the this this era, and maybe it's the old school me. Uh, has really caught up to is the amount of pop and just superstardom you had when you had, like, say, the Attitude Era. And the, I, I, besides John Cena, there hasn't been really somebody to take that mantle. Do you see that, that person coming up in the future or somebody being able to handle that style of, of carry the, the wrestling load? Is it's, he already here? Uh, well, you know, we'll see. Um, okay. I mean, I, I think that uh, Drew McIntyre is, uh, you know, has the ability and can. Right. right. And uh, it just depends on the way they use him. Mm -hmm. um, Roman Reigns uh, is there as, as well, and they have him as the main guy. I guess it's pretty much you have Lamborghinis, and how do you drive it? Right. How do you get it to the top? Right. So it's it, to me, it's all about storyline. It's uh, they they all have the ability, mm -hmm. believe me. But uh, it, it's just how you use it. Right. It's a, how do you get that thing to the to the finish line and make it boom? I mean, you know, Cena has it. You know, Rock, Stone Cold, all the guys. But it was their longevity. So these guys are still somewhat kind of new, but. Uh, Man, I, I, I see a bright future, and it just takes some time for them to be legends like 
the ones I mentioned. So right. And have you caught any of uh, uh, Undertaker's being on anybody else's podcast or seeing him? How he's, he's finally breaking character? And was that? I mean, you've probably seen him. Uh, break character, but I had never had seen that before. And to see him on, like, say, First We Feast, where he's eating hot wings, or just being on Joe Rogan, just talking about just stuff as it's happened and hearing these stories, how much different does that put uh, him in a different light to you, seeing him like that? Because I never knew him to ever break character before. Well, it all happened with the, uh, the series of the, the Last Ride. Right. On uh, WWE Network, which is phenomenal. I mean, it's so great right. uh, to see Undertaker out of character, and I've I've actually got to meet him a few times um, out of character. And super nice guy, exactly what you see in that documentary. Um, the guy's a professional. Um, he strives to be the best and is one of the best of all time. Um, Taker is the phenom. Yes, right. he is the phenom. Uh, his wife is very nice as well. But uh, his, his legend is, jeez, uh, phenomenal. He's going to be, you know, in, in my opinion, on the Mount Rushmore. He was the, one of the very first that I really gravitated to as a kid. Um, him along with Ric Flair, but... Uh, <laughs> just because I couldn't stand Ric Flair, and now I really appreciate him. But uh, it takes age to appreciate the good heel, right? Yeah, it, it takes getting through and realizing that 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 is all part of the entertainment package and value. It, it is, and that was one of the things that really attracted me to wrestling at a live event was uh, being there in the front row and yelling at uh, these guys and getting a reaction from them. Right. And Taker was one guy that I would do that to. And at the time, he was a bad guy, uh, American badass. And, you know, he, he was getting up Love there in age. And uh, he would be, you know, punching. It was, he was punching Stone Cold at, at a house show, which wasn't televised. Right. So punching Stone Cold. And I go, can you move any slower? And he goes... Yeah, I can. Oh, man. That and Stone is... Cold went. <clears throat> he did it like three times. The reaction. Oh, my God. So I was, I was riding him the whole time. And then uh, there was another time where he was fighting Rikishi at another house show where it's not televised. And they pretty much can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. um, not scripted. It's just they're going out there and putting on a show. And... You know, Taker's doing a bunch of headlocks and stuff like that. And I go, oh, oh, good, Taker, another headlock? He goes, yeah. <laughs> he sat there for maybe 30 minutes. I don't know. But he just, <laughs> just staring at me. And then people were like, you know, they, they wanted something get, different. Yeah. He just wanted to get at me, you know? Right. So he, he is one of my favorites, and geez, um, Definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm sure they're going to put him in next year, so I don't know. Now, now I wanted to throw this by you since I, since I have you on here, and this may be added on later at some point, but one of my controversial uh, wrestling opinions is that I think that Shawn Michaels had a better elbow drop than, than Macho Man. Wow. 
the form, the style, everything about HBK's elbow drop, I, I just thought was better. You know, Did you tell Rick that you wrestled? Huh? Yes, Did he yes, that? yes. Okay. I, uh, earlier, I, I heard you talking, and you said you, your your gimmick was you're the gardener or something <laughs> like that. Well, I was like, no. <laughs> Dear sweet God, I wasn't the gar- gardener. Just that's part of manure or something. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. well, I'm gonna get yeah. you with this. <laughs> With the shovel or yeah. pitchfork, I would just, I would just go. Because he takes his hoe everywhere. Yeah, I would just go in there Whoa. with with with, uh, with the missus who was also called the hoe, and I would just try and rake in the winds. That wow. was my that was my that was my big. I was that was Gargamel. The the promoter, the first one I was with, gave me that name through. Um, well, it was. Uh, oh, for, uh, Lord of the Rings, the Gar- Gargamel. Well, it, it was my a, precious. Well, it wasn't. Was it wasn't that guy. It was. It was. Oh. This guy was big into. He wanted to make all the bad guys in this group uh, actual like demon names, and come to find out, Gargamel was one of them. So, oh, so well, I was supposed to be really from the Smurfs. I was. I was supposed to be this ultra bad guy that basically, I my mask had no face on it, and this is when I had. Oh, that's a good thing. Long hair, yeah, because it was my face. <laughs> oh, right, so right, yeah, I'm, you yeah, know, right. I mean, I had, I've been, I had the perfect face for radio. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, so no, I, I I'd wrestled a little bit. Uh, I was about three years uh, through the industry, and finally realized that I couldn't go any farther because. Lack of talent. Not with the mic, just lack of talent being able to do that every single night. It's just, just number one, I, I have to appreciate of what you did for three years. Right. I, I, I appreciate that. I don't – I could never do it, and it's, it's, it's amazing what, uh, you know, all the uh, indie wrestlers, independent wrestlers, you, mm-hmm. WWE, all, all that. It's, uh, man, I, how the hell – do you do that? It's just, yeah, it's a show and blah, blah, blah. But uh, you got to do some moves. It's a dance in there. And no, not only that, it, there's a lot of risk. And uh, you're going to get hurt. There, there's a lot of faith in the other person across from you. Yes. Um, because there's a lot of catch maneuvers that, that if not pulled off, that you end up hurt. Keep them safe. Or, yeah. or you're stu- it's, it's faith that that other person is, is professional enough to be able to actually uh, make sure that your neck doesn't hit. That, that, that you don't end up with that uh, uh, Rick Steiner, uh, Steiner oh. driver. Uh, happening oh, to you, to the Frankensteiner. The, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one, the suplex that he brought down front and went into the pile driver that he's put somebody's heads. To. There's a YouTube channel, by the way, yeah. that just shows just that over and over again. So, so take a gander at that. But, but just yeah. trusting in somebody like that, and sure. then also in your ability to do that for the other person. But also, then you've got all the you know the people that are there watching. You've got to make sure that your angles are right. That that anytime you're 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 locked in, that that yeah. you're not speaking too loud. Where the kid on the front row all of a sudden gets upset because they start to hear what's behind. Not to give too much away, but what's sure. behind in the magic? Oh yeah, of how it's happening. So there's a lot of things that go into that that people don't realize, yeah. um, and a, and a lot of faith that the other person's not going to you know kill you. So that yeah. that that all goes into it. Oh. Um, it's it's amazing. You you got to be a different breed to be a, a professional wrestler. Crazy, Cra- crazy is because uh, that was definitely during my my crazy phase of uh, sure two tables. Okay, we'll do it. I'll, I'll, wow. Yeah, something along that lines. Jump off the top of a basketball goal. Okay, all right. Oh no. Oh yeah. No, I've 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 done everything. 
I, I, mm. One of my favorite stories, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, uh, please. But I was, uh, I was in a uh, uh, over-the-top rope uh, uh, rumble Battle match. Royal. Yeah, Battle or, Royale. Mm-hmm. Of course, you had to call it Battle Royale because, you, you know, you can't call it the other thing. Right. Uh, so, but uh, at any rate, I was there. And during the match, because the, the guy in the back, the, the guy running everything, this mm. was a charity event. The way they run it is they tell you what number you're going out. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. So, so uh, during that, I, was, I watched the guy go out that was supposed to be before me, and midway through uh, me letting people know what number I was, mm-hmm. I realized I'd never done the over-the-top rope bump onto the concrete before. Oh. I'd never done that bump. And so when we got into the actual thing, they ended up elevatoring me because a tag team is what picked me up to throw me out. Yeah. One guy whipped me into the other guy. Bent over for the elevator. I'd never done that bump either, either inside the ring. I'd never done the elevator. Okay. It was my first time doing that move. It was also my first time going over the top rope. It was also my first time landing on concrete. Were you okay? I thought I broke my ass right okay. there and then. <laughs> I, I uh, had a, a, a second to third grader flipping me off because I was the bad guy. Yeah. Obviously. And the whole time I'm looking back at the kid through my mask going, yep, my ass is broken. It's broken. Come to find out it wasn't. I just ended up with a lower back stinger. Did you, like, go to the doctor and get everything x-rayed? I had to wrestle again that night, so they just kind of... Oh, fun. They just kind of issued me towards... I gator crawled all the way up through the gorilla position. So is there not like a wrestling doctor on staff and they'll look at your butt? Uh, not in, not in your little indie leagues, so. usually not. No. There might be somebody to look at your butt. But uh, yeah, no, there's a lot of people to look at your butt. I just, right. so. I'm, I'm just, I was making sure. So, but anyway, that was my, uh, that was, that was one of my lesser fun times. It ended up being a better story later on, but the, at the time it wasn't that you great. You must have had a huge bruise and. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I was, I was two shades of a person. Wow. I was two shades of a That's racist, sir. I, so. I've always wondered, uh, it, the Royal Rumble's going to be here, in, uh, not here, but uh, in two and, weeks yeah. on WWE Network. I've always wondered if they, if anyone's really been, you know, when they get tossed over the rope, or prepared for that, or what to do. And so I, I don't know the dynamics of it, but yeah, that's, that's crazy if it's like, I'm sure you probably thought ahead of time, Oh, crap. How, how am I going to land correctly once I'm getting chunked over the rope? Right. How, how am I going to know if I'm, because the elevator drop is a form where you actually do a backflip because yeah. you're flipping over the person. So how do I know? Because my plan was at first was I'm just going to try and land on my feet and then fall, th- fall forward. Oh, sure. That, that was going to be ah, it. Yeah. That, no big deal. Now yeah. I don't know where my feet are. You're mid- like a cat. Yeah, mm-hmm. midway through the air. I don't know where yeah. my feet are. So, oh, God. Yeah, so that's, that's how all that happened. Look, we've no. got, man, mm. just... Anything else you, you, you got for your, your, your podcast coming up? Uh, yeah. You, you, we've got that. You know, we're going, we're going to try to have guests and uh, sure. and also just comments on the world of wrestling today and, and yeah. results and such like that. Correct. And, and just really just feed the people, the wrestling fan, yeah. the version of wrestling that they, they would want to find and the answers to. Is that is that basically where we're heading for? That's what we're heading for. I mean, I think it's a lot of fun. I'm a very big wrestling fan and uh, – you know, I hope my passion comes out on this podcast, and uh, wow, I, I can't wait to talk about it, because I, I love it, and uh, it's going to be a really good show, so I hope everybody gets to tune in, you know, right. check it out, and, you know, hopefully we'll get some feedback, and say, sign guy, you suck, and 
You know, stuff like that. It's great. And any kind of feedback we can get means That's they're responding. Absolutely. Means they're responding. Well, man, I appreciate it. Appreciate yes, your time here. And uh, when you start seeing it under the red hat, guys, just go ahead and click on it, subscribe to it, and get ready to get all your wrestling fix right there, quick, fast, and in a hurry. And Lance, you suck. Uh, thank you, Tricky Ricky. True yeah, story. We miss you. Come <laughs> hey, here. Hey, come I, back. I'm sorry. Hey, if Tricky Ricky says I suck, I'm somebody. There you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right. Very good. Very Woo-hoo. good. There he is. Rick the Sign Guy. Ock Burger. Yes. Don't call Damn him Ock right. Burger. Uh-uh. It's Ock Burger. Uh, along with Colby Sapp. Appreciate him. Look for his show coming up. In the upcoming weeks on the DSP Media family of podcasts. Hey everybody, I want to take a second and tell you about the great DSP Media family of podcasts that can be heard anywhere, anytime, on your favorite podcast app. We start with the Drunk Sports Podcast, talking sports, current events, guy stuff, and everything in between. It's our longest running show, of course featuring me, IndyCar Tim, along with Big Red, Colby Sapp, and board op Chris Bussell. We broadcast and record every Wednesday night from Barrel and Bones in the Colony at 8 p.m. Central Time, and you can come watch the show live and share a few drinks with us, or listen anytime on your favorite podcast app and at thedrunksportspodcast.com. Next on the menu, we have the Dallas Cowboys Blitzcast Plus with me and Colby Sapp and produced in partnership with CowboysSI.com. We broadcast live each Thursday night at 7 p.m. from Stonebriar Country Club in Frisco, just a stone's throw away from the home of the Cowboys at the Star. We discuss all things Cowboys and NFL for the first hour. Then for the second hour, we expand our content a little bit and delve into other sports topics of the day and sometimes just poke a little fun at life and ourselves. You can join us live at Stonebriar Country Club or listen anytime at CowboysSI.com or TheBlitzCast.com. If you're a Cowboys or Alabama Crimson Tide fan, please check out Teague's Take with former Crimson Tide national champion and former Dallas Cowboy George Teague. Broadcast and streamed every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. to YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope, George dives into the SEC, NFL, the Cowboys, and taps high school football since he currently serves as the head coach and athletic director for John Paul II High School in Plano. Episodes and more information can be found at georgeteague.com. We also cater to our comic book fans with Colby Sapp's Mystery Shotgun Podcast found at thedrunksportspodcast.com. As Colby routinely updates everyone about the happenings of the Marvel and DC cinematic universes as only he can and offers his unique perspective on upcoming movies and events. And finally, we offer something for the golf fans as the From the Rough podcast features two guys who never miss a green in regulation, PGA golf pros John Gerber and Chris Bussell. Previewing upcoming tournaments and offering John's winning picks each week, From the Rough can be heard at thedrunksportspodcast.com. We hope you enjoy all our great shows and feel free to interact with any of us on Twitter or just search your favorite show on Facebook or YouTube. We look forward to hearing from you and from all of us at DSP Media. Thanks for listening. This is a presentation of DSP Media.